more interesting things while living in 804, 1204, Neely Avenue, my house there had a cherry tree in the backyard, where I had a back screen door to go into the small backyard, there was a small garage at the back with an alley behind the garage. I used to pick the black cherries from the cherry tree, which I loved. I planted seeds of zinnias flowers, my favorite flowers of all time, with many different colors of zinnias. I used to get mosquito bites in the summers in Indiana, which I hated. I had to put this stuff called calamine lotion, pink color thick liquid, to make the mosquito bites stop itching me. In my backyard there, every summer, we had these special friendly insects called lightning bugs that very slowly flew in the backyard, that gave off slowly, intermittent, yellow glowing light from the insects themselves, and they would twinkle on and off slowly back and forth, like Christmas tree lights, they would do this every summer, at night, after sunset, as long as I lived in Indiana, more than 40 years total. One of the nice special things about that state in the Midwestern USA. Well there on Neely Avenue, once I saw on Captain Kangaroo TV show one morning during the week, weekdays, he told everyone in the USA that a person could grow a money tree by planting in the ground, in my case, my front yard next to the house, a lollipop stick, there were these candies called dum-dum suckers that were flavored with different flavors in different colors, a sort of rounded small 3D hard candy to suck on which were each attached to a short white cardboard type of stick, handle for the candy to hold on to while sucking on it in your mouth for several minutes at a time anyway, I did what Captain Kangaroo told me to do and I planted several white lollipop sticks in the ground in front of my house to grow a money tree which was supposed to yield dollar bills or more instead of leaves on a plant or tree, much to my displeasure, no money ever grew on these lollipop money tree sticks. Then somebody told me, for the first time, a famous quotation saying money doesn't grow on trees. A complete contradiction of what Captain Kangaroo said, at this moment in time, I began to question other things I had been told ever since I was born, I began to wonder about the existence of Santa Claus, which my neighbor later in Indianapolis, Freddie Alexander, told me when I was in the third grade with him at Indianapolis Public School No. 57 that there was no such thing as Santa Claus. I defended Santa Claus and told Freddy that what he said was not true, that there is a Santa Claus at the North Pole, etc. I said to him because my parents told me there is really a Santa Claus Freddy said to me, your parents are lying to you. I said, they never lie. I was wrong, I also began to question the existence of the Easter Bunny and the Tooth Fairy and later, after learning that all of these were not real too. From there, I questioned if God was real and later, if Jesus was real? Is it the same deal as all the other entities I was told are real, later finding out they do not exist? I later, in the first grade, at the age of six, asked a Christian minister in Indianapolis, named Reverend Fred Wigman, who had German ancestors, who was a great minister, the way they are supposed to be. Not the way most of them are, he was a smart, intelligent, kind, gentle, caring, compassionate, warm-hearted, patient, understanding minister, my father knew him from a long time ago, so in 1958, on a Sunday morning, I asked my parents if I could go in the minister's office that Sunday and ask him a very important question. I did not tell my parents the question, they said, yes, I could talk to Reverend Wigman early that morning so I went to him and asked him who created God? He said to me, genius answer, little boy, in the alphabet in the English language, our language, there are 26 letters in the alphabet, right? I said yes he then said to me, what comes before the letter, C in the alphabet? I said, B. He then said, what comes before the letter, B? I said, A. He then said to me, and what comes before the letter, A? I said nothing. 
He said, exactly. Nothing comes before the letter A, the beginning of our alphabet, just like God. Nothing came before God, God has always been here. Before the beginning of the universe, which some scientists call the Big Bang. God has always been here, even when there was no universe. I told him, that is a genius answer. The best answer anyone ever said to me. That actually makes sense. He said, yes, sometimes I say genius things. You will too. He never told me why he said that, so I wondered about that for a long time. More later. He later asked me when I was just 12 years old, in 1963, to give the sermon to the church on Youth Sunday, a thing they had once a year at that church, which was called Downey Avenue Christian Church which I actually liked, because I was super popular there with everyone in the church including the 50 ordained ministers there who went there with me, I had no enemies, no jealous men, no haters, no bad vibes just good vibes I was treated like the Downey Avenue rock star. Later on, a musical came out which was made into a movie called Jesus Christ Superstar about 1969, and then Janice Ian from New York City, who I always thought was a genius songwriter, came out with a song called The New Christ Cardiac Hero I thought, what is that about? She was only 16 years old when she wrote her songs and recorded her somewhat famous album on Verve Records, at the same time the Frank Zappa and the Mothers of Invention came out with their first album at the same time as Janice Ian did, on the same record label. A coincidence? Maybe, maybe not, I did not know later, the then world-famous Frank Zappa came from him home in Laurel Canyon in North Hollywood, California to talk to me twice, in May 1973, when I was 22 years old, at night at an after-concert VIP party in Indianapolis which I was invited to by Frank Zappa's close friend in Indianapolis, Craig Eldon Pincus, from Harvard University Law School, who was in the ACLU and ICLU and also LSO, Legal Services Organization, which gave free legal advice and lawyer services to poor people in Indianapolis. Frank Zappa talked to me also in 1981 in Bloomington, Indiana at Indiana University Assembly Hall, backstage after his concert there, with his permission, and he posed for me backstage to take some celebrity photos of him standing against a back wall, wearing a leopard skin open vest and tiger skin trousers slash pants, he was taller than six apostrophe two and thin and he was holding a lit cigarette in one of his hands, with both arms hanging straight down, his eyes were pure black. Not brown, he had very long, spiral, curly black hair and a piercing look in his eyes, the eyes of a great musical genius. I owned and bought 30 of his 72 albums. I memorized most of them, to the point, that I could play most of his first 10 albums on the piano, perfectly, like his genius instrumental on his incredible perfect album called Hot Rats, the instrumental music work, Peaches and Regalia which is super difficult. I memorized his songs, his music, his lyrics, and I even got my high school rock band I was in from 1967 to 1969, to play several of Frank Zappa's songs in my rock band in Indianapolis. Unheard of at the time. Etc. More later, time for me to take a short break exclamation mark dot 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 stay tuned. Frank Zappa was one of the three greatest geniuses I ever knew, I have known about 30 geniuses in my lifetime.